One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Missouri voters decide to expand Medicaid. Medicare announces plans to eliminate inpatient-only lists. And a big virtual healthcare merger is announced between Livongo and Teladoc Health. All that and more on today's episode of Just Healthcare Daily. It's Thursday, August 6th, and I'm Alex Olgan with Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. Next year, Medicare is proposing to allow more services to be done outside of the hospital, as well as boost payments for outpatient services 2.6% across the board. In the proposed 2021 outpatient prospective payment system rules, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services even proposes to get rid of inpatient-only lists over the course of the next three years. The agency says it's making these changes to make care more affordable by moving more services outside of the four walls of the hospital. The American Hospital Association opposes removing inpatient-only lists, saying many of those procedures are complex and surgical and require coordinated services provided in a hospital. To start, CMS wants to allow 300 musculoskeletal procedures that were previously inpatient-only to be done in outpatient settings. The agency also proposed adding 11 new procedures that could be done at ambulatory surgery centers, as well as raising reimbursement for those facilities by 2.6%. That's a bigger increase than the 2% the Medicare Payment Advisory Commission recommended earlier this year. CMS is also proposing a big change to the 340B drug program, which requires drug manufacturers to sell to safety net providers at lower prices. What CMS is proposing would be a big deal, because it would reduce what Medicare reimburses for drugs purchased through the 340B program by almost a third, 28.7% to be exact. 340B facilities have to provide the drugs to all patients regardless of their ability to pay, but hospitals and other 340B-covered entities can and do often bill Medicare and commercial insurance for these drugs, which they acquired at a much lower cost. And for some facilities, it's an important source of income. The AHA also adamantly opposes this proposed reimbursement cut, saying it would decimate the intent of the 340B program and hurt hospitals already struggling to provide services to vulnerable communities. This follows a federal court decision upholding the Trump administration's previous plans to reduce Medicare reimbursement for drugs through the 340B program. The administration seems to be laser-focused on this program because late last month, the president also signed an executive order that would target federally qualified health centers that participate in the program. 
The president said these community health centers would be required to pass along the discounts they receive on insulin and EpiPens through the program to their patients. He alleged these community health centers were making a lot of money on the program by overcharging low-income patients for medicines. Community health centers were blindsided by this order, reports Modern Healthcare, saying they already provide these drugs to low-income patients at a discount, and they're already required to reinvest their profits into community services, a standard not applied to hospitals. The outpatient fee schedule changes CMS is proposing are available for public comment through early October. Missouri voters decided to expand Medicaid on Tuesday. It was a close vote, with 53% of voters in favor of expansion, mostly from the state's largest cities, Kansas City, St. Louis, Columbia, and Springfield, and just under 47% voting against. Experts estimate that 230,000 more Missourians will be eligible for coverage, which is due to take effect in July of 2021. The expansion will allow adults without children to obtain Medicaid if they make a little more than $17,000 a year as an individual, which is 138% of the federal poverty level. Families of four would be eligible if they make about $35,000 a year. The Midwestern state is the sixth to expand the health insurance program for low-income and disabled Americans by ballot measure. It follows Oklahoma, where voters in June narrowly decided to expand Medicaid. That brings the total number of states that have expanded Medicaid under the Affordable Care Act to 38 plus the District of Columbia. There was a broad coalition of support for expansion in the state, including the Chamber of Commerce, Missouri Catholic Conference, and the Missouri Hospital Association. The state's governor, Mike Parson, and several Republican lawmakers opposed the expansion, citing budget concerns. As state revenues shrink due to the economic crisis caused by the COVID-19 pandemic, there are concerns about funding to cover a growing number of Medicaid beneficiaries. But as laid out by the ACA, the federal government will cover 90 percent of the cost for the expansion population, and the state would have to cover the remaining 10 percent. Two large virtual care companies announced they are joining forces amid the growing demand for telehealth spurred by the COVID-19 pandemic. Teladoc Health announced it's acquiring chronic disease management company Lavongo for $18.5 billion. Lavongo started in 2008 as a diabetes management solution, but has rapidly expanded into other chronic diseases, including hypertension and weight management, and went public in 2019. Virtual care company Teladoc, which was founded in 2002 and went public in 2015, saw huge growth during the pandemic. Last quarter, the company reported visits tripled to 2.8 million. The company said together they will focus on the remote delivery of preventive care, chronic disease management, and use artificial intelligence and data to help care for patients. Teladoc CEO Jason Gorovic will lead the combined company, which he told investors on a call Thursday, will be positioned to unlock the full potential of virtual care. Including a seamless integration of virtual primary care and chronic care models in both the payer and provider markets. Post-acute and hospital-at-home models opening opportunity for real-time intervention. With the pandemic leading to skyrocketing popularity and usage of virtual care, insurers, providers, and healthcare companies are all diving headfirst into the market. Just last week, Humana announced it was acquiring Heal, which offers virtual and home visits mainly for seniors. Oscar Health announced a $0 premium virtual primary care product. And several health systems, including Mayo Clinic, Intermountain Healthcare, and Adventist Health, have launched hospital-at-home programs. While many insurers are currently reimbursing virtual visits at parity with in-person visits during the pandemic, 
It remains unclear how long that will last and what eventual coverage will look like. Taking a look at healthcare stocks after announcing the merger, Teladoc Health's shares were trading down 18.7% on Wednesday, and Lavongo was trading down 11.4%. The broader sector was up 19.7% at the end of the trading day Wednesday. Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olgan. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.